everybody. Welcome to the Everyday Riches Show. My name is Barbara Ellison and I am one of the hosts here at the Everyday Riches. And you know what? I'm on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception, because I believe that each and every one of us deserves to lead a happy, healthy, financially free, abundant life. And that is what this show is all about. So I want to introduce you to my co-host. Hi, everybody. I'm Jason Tracy, and I believe that through our biggest vulnerabilities, through our biggest struggles, create our biggest opportunities to create our differentiators. And I also believe that each one of us has a beast inside. And my mission, my purpose in life is to help as many people as possible uncage that beast. Everyday riches is about finding those riches in the everyday life. Yeah, bad stuff happens to all of us. We don't get to choose what happens to us. We don't get to choose the villains and the circumstances that happen to us. We get to choose, though, how we arrive and what attitude we have. If you're looking for bad things, you're going to find them. But we get to adjust our mindset and find the riches that are in our everyday. And to me, that is what our show is all about. Isn't that the truth? Like, for me, it's I want this show to help people to be the best ever version of themselves. You know, that confident, energetic, no-nonsense kind of person who just goes on in spite of the tragedies and the things that do go on in our lives. And that, has, as you said, Jason, we can find the, the beauty in the everyday miracles that are there. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Everyday Riches Show. off by saying thank you for having me on the platform honestly I'm a huge fan I didn't think that I was going to be um, so obsessed by your podcast as she's, much as I have because she's listened uh, to so many episodes uh, super <laughs> so many awesome. of them. I went back like way back and I do that when I'm driving I'm do that when I'm actually working in my yard uh, doing the dishes it is really good kudos to you guys really thank honestly you. thank you so much fantastic I love the intro as well the intro is fabulous. And you know what, Barbara? Um, I, I honestly think the universe has a funny way of working because um, I'm always a little bit skeptical about it, but I've learned to embrace that magical things happen when you just believe. Well, <laughs> oh, this is then this is what we'll talk about it. Are you ready for some magic to just by just you know, just to, to embrace the magic that happens from the universe? I love live. And Jason has just gone live. I, I went live because honestly, that should have been live. That what she yeah. just said should have been live. And so I'm like, I'm not going to hold back any longer waiting for a question. We're just going to go. We're just going to go. So now we've got to repeat it. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Everyday Riches Show. We are so excited, number one, that you are here. And thank you for listening in and coming on. And I'm Barbara Ellison, and I'm the founder of the Wellness Playroom. You know, because wellness is about so much more than just not being sick. So we just, it's about being happy and living the best life ever. So that's what we're all about on this show, living your best life. And that's why we bring on great guests. And my co-host, of course, feels the same way. And we are just aligned. And when you align with people magic happens so that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today so jason how are you doing this morning i am fantastic it's my birthday week and i've been living my best life i've got oh. <laughs> i've got 45 holes of golf in the past four days so it's been uh it's been amazing plus i've got work done so it's uh it's, it's amazing how you can fit, fit in things that you love to do with things that well 
I, for in my case, I love the work, the, the work I do too, but um, there's sometimes you have to, you know, you're, you're, you're fitting everything in different pieces of your life. So it's been awesome. And that's the one Happy more birthday. thing that we have in common because next week is my birthday week. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Gemini's. We're Gemini's. Yeah. That's awesome. My daughter's too. Next week. Does that mean your birthday? It's around my daughter's on the 11th. Mine's mine is May 29th. Okay. Okay. Oh, May 29th. Okay. Yeah. Mm, it's coming up. It's coming yep. up. Yeah. Yep. So I, I don't know what it is. I've I don't I've never knowingly met somebody that was born in May and not like them. I, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody that's born in May, I I have an instant connection with. Yeah. <laughs> I swear it's because we're Gemini's. Maybe, yeah. Well, and even that before but part Gemini of it is cut off, but yeah. Right. Yeah, we're the twins. But anyways, <laughs> we digress. Let's introduce our guests and then we'll talk. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Reed, I met Redong on another networking group. Mm-hmm. And they had Sarah, the host of that one, had been talking about that she had this great guest on her podcast. Well, we started to talk and I went. I need to have this girl on our podcast. (laughs) Well, we talked, Re and I talked, and it was like, we've known each other forever in the Mm -hmm. first, what, 20 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) So kind of like when Jason, when you and I first met, we, I think the very first time we met, we talked for probably over an hour and Re and I did too. Yep, yep. Wow. Your stories are amazing. You and Jason and Barbara, like how you guys met and all the circumstances. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah. It, it was a pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy circumstance, pretty crazy story. And uh, it's cool how we ended up where we are now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and plus, I don't know Rhea, if you heard the second part of it, like Jason was gracious enough to come on to the podcast, uh, you know, after we lost Pat, but then yeah. Tell her the next part of the story. Because yes. I said to him, I said, Jason, I just can't handle getting a guest. Go and get us a guest. Well, and it's said, awesome. Oh, okay. you've, you've probably heard this. I, Reece, before we went live, Reese she's been listening to our episodes. <laughs> and she loves them. So that's uh, flattery will get you everywhere. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, did you, did you hear? I, she asked I heard everything. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so I don't have to explain the story. That's awesome. It really is. It's powerful. And also what I really love about you guys, um, it's uh, it's the 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 complementary between the two. I think it's so beautiful. Barbara, you know how I love and adore you. You're just a bubble of joy and just her voice. The two of you guys, yeah. you guys got these magnificent voice that it makes it so soothing to listen to that it makes the day just pass by really fast. But the complementary between your perspective and Jason's perspective is like, seems like you guys been doing this forever. So it's, I, I think like in a lifetime to be able to find somebody to share that. And plus the podcast, you guys are effortless. You don't have to write the script. It's just, you go and wing it the way you do it, which is how I do my podcast. I yeah. think it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. I have, I have a podcast of my own too. And I, I had a, I did an episode yesterday and I have a client that has yeah. a phenomenal story. Her and her, her and her client, they it's a, it's a phenomenal story. Every time I hear it, I get emotional and cry. And she sent me this list of all these questions she wanted me to ask. And she had the whole entire thing they were going to talk about written out, typed out and sent it to me. And it's like, first off, we only have an hour. You've got like three hours of content here. Second <laughs> off, you're not going to remember all this stuff. And third yeah. off, it's going to be a conversation and it's mm-hmm. your story. It's, it's your life, your story. You don't have to write it down. 
you know, you've lived it. And so let's just go tell it. Just relax. We're just going to have a natural conversation just like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it's all about is just connecting with other people yeah. and finding out what has happened in their life yeah. that has brought them yeah. to where they are now. Um, and like one day I was talking to a gal and I said, the thing is that all we're going to do is get your message out there. She mm-hmm. said, well, I don't know if I have a message. And I said, well, have you ever made a mess in your life? She said, oh, yeah. I said, well, then that's your message. How did you you, you make a message out of your mess? Mm-hmm. What did what did you what has happened in your life? Mm-hmm. Like when you and I met, we talked about loss. When I lost my husband and you lost your sister and Jason and I, we, when we lost Pat, we talked about that. And it was like, you know, people need to hear how other people handle their stuff, how they handle their mess. And that's where your message comes from. And it's like, oh, my stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, then I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh, there's somebody else out there that is going through exactly the same thing. Maybe the circumstances might be slightly different, mm. but the feelings are the same. Yep. The feelings are the same. And that's what we have to tell people. Hey, you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so Ree, we've talked about us. I'd love to know more about you. <laughs> I'm going to start. The, I'm not quite sure where to start. I'm just going to go as wherever, uh, it takes we go down rabbit holes yeah, yeah yeah and that's okay i love your rabbit holes i always you find them fascinating <laughs> yep. i have to say that um i really connect to people like now i'm in this new energy where i really just go because there's so many um acquaintance that you can meet and you connect and i love that but i'm also um, narrowing down the people who i really connect with and i'm happy to be connecting with you barbara and jason because your intro, it's almost like an intro in my imagination of things that I would want to see in the world. And then after wow. I heard your introduction, Barbara, and then Jason, I was like, those are my people. Because <laughs> something that's in my head that I was hoping to put it out. And then here comes Barbara and Jason putting it out there in the world. I was like, okay, it, it's so that's crazy. Awesome. But I know that that's my sign. Like from now on, whoever is able to imagine or do arts that's in the vision of my brain and put it out there in the world, I realize that when I connect with them, there's a deeper connection. So I am so, so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Really, honestly, I'm so thrilled. Um, A little bit about me. Well, I'm just like an ordinary other person, I guess. I've gone through quite a bit of a challenge like everybody else. And I love it, Jason, when you say, you know, things happen to us. It's how we actually deal, how we react to the situation. And that's my model as well. Um, I'm an internal optimist, unfortunately, (laughs) good or bad. I don't know. I like to think it's good. (laughs) My son gets mad at me because I coach his (laughs) basketball team and like, we'll be down and like, we're down by 10 points. We're making a comeback. He's like, it's not good. Everything (laughs) is not good. Like, no, it is. We're right where we want them. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. I'm like that too. And the beauty that I have is uh, Barbara mentioned a little bit with my sister. She's my little baby sister. Um, so we are super complementary to each other. I'm a big dreamer and she's a really realistic kind of girl. Um, super high productive, very efficient. Me, I got the big vision. I, I dream big and I want the world to be better. And sometimes it's so good to have somebody who goes, come a little bit back down to earth, just a little bit. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And then I do the opposite for my sister because she's uh, she's a Taurus. She's born in, um, in April. So they're more down to earth, more realistic. They're great uh, people, uh, very loyal. And uh, she, so I actually compliment her by saying, you know, it's nice to be realistic, but sometimes it's nice to dream and get out of that comfort zone as well. So we, we are a good compliment to each other. <laughs> So all that just to say, um, she suffered from depression. Um, I lost her, it's about three years now, uh, just before COVID. And so that kind of uh, stemmed a whole bunch of situation with regards to how I assess my life. Um, I, I was in an unhealthy relationship. It was a 17 years relationship. Um, very hard to decide because when I actually get married is for a lifetime, I hope. I'm fascinated by love. I love love. <laughs> I can talk about love all day long. <laughs> yeah. And um, so when my sister told me, look, you're not in a healthy relationship. You know, I'm here to support you. But every single year is always the same problem. You keep saying about the same thing. It's not because I don't want to listen to you. I just don't know how to help you anymore. Um, and that was a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> it's like, who do you go and talk to? I can't, I don't share it with my parents because I don't want to have to worry them. You know, they've gone through the refugee camp. They've gone through everything to give me a better life here. I'm, I'm, I'm the eldest in the family. So I'm supposed to carry the shoulder, be the example and protect my sibling. Um, I'm very dutiful in that way. I like playing that role as well. But sometimes it gets heavy. Um, but I, I'm so optimistic that it never feel that heavy for me. I just know this is part of my task. I assume it. I move forward. So when I lost my sister, I really had to assess the situation because I was thinking of leaving my relationship before she passed away to kind of show her an example. Like even in the worst of situation, even when you're super scared, you got to do what's right for yourself to kind of lead that example. But unfortunately, she left before I could have showed the example. So there's a part of me that kind of kind of like regret that a little bit. But when she left, that's when I realized, OK, life is too short. She was only 30 and I've lost who I've become. And there's no fault. I'm not saying anything bad with regards to my ex. It's just part of life. And we, I come to the realization that we're just not compatible. Although we love each other, we're just not meant for one another. So I made the toughest decision because I knew he couldn't leave. I couldn't leave either. So <laughs> if we stay stuck like this, it'd be like 20, 40 years of nobody leaving yeah. anybody. Yeah, but being miserable. Exactly. Yes. And so um, I, I couldn't do it for myself. So I said, I have to think as an example for my children, as an example to honor my sister. Um, so I cut the umbilical cord and took the tough decision to leave behind my marriage and to start from scratch. And it was the scariest thing ever. But I had faith. I'm like, 
the one thing that I realized from myself, no matter how down I am, I always figure it out. So re you'll figure it out. And today I'm happy to say I found the love of my life. It's been a year and a half. Uh, uh, we have so much in common. We are so much more compatible. So I know how to look for, you know, learning what to avoid and how to look for a much more compatible mate. Isn't that amazing though? Because a lot of times we, you know, you have that mentality of I, I got married. This is, this is for life. And yeah. you hold yourself there, but it's that, that, if you stay there, you don't find the love of your life. And we're yeah. met, we get one life. In 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 the, to your point, life is so short. Your sister is only 30 years old, you know. Pat, I'm not sure how Pat old it was, how old she was, but it was far too short, right? And right. so you just yeah. never know when life is gonna end. And so why be miserable? And so it yeah. makes me this makes my heart so happy to know that you found you found <laughs> your love. You. Thank you so much. It's really changed drastically. Um, I think, think I have to say that after I got divorced, um, I didn't believe in love anymore. I just was ready to just settle with any kind of man who was going to be <laughs> nice to me, nice to my children, uh, or maybe will end up be forever um, single. And I was okay with that. Um, I think it's when you're not scared and when you're not looking, when you're not so desperate about something. Yes that you're actually able to have a more clearer um, decision-making. Uh, of course, yeah. I won't lie because I'm a very candid and honest and I blurred no filter as well, Barbara. So I have to say after I divorced because it was my first boyfriend and it was my husband. So I have zero experience. I, we oh. took a break, oh. my husband and I, we took a break and then I dated a second person. And it was destiny that made it that way. And that's another goosebump story because um, I knew when I met the second person, like I get these voice and that I hit sounds crazy, <laughs> but no. I get these intuition. It's I intuition. know when people, yeah, that are supposed to come in my life. And before I met my second boyfriend, the insurance told me that um, he's not going to stay in my life, but he's a path in my world to teach me what true love really meant to be. And so, um, and, you know, I didn't want it to be involved, but it was just a fluke. You know, he was waiting at the bus station. I was just too lazy to go look at the time, what time the bus came and just knock on the back of his shoulder and go, hey, what time is the bus here? And he basically looked at me like, are you kidding me? Like, go look at that stuff and figure it out yourself. <laughs> and because I didn't really react and didn't take offense to it, he was uh, really impressed and then gave me his phone number. And two weeks later, we connected and kind of just happened by destiny and uh, I knew it wasn't going to stay long in my life but he I am super grateful for him because he taught me what a true man <clears throat> really is and what it really means to be truly loved so yeah mm. yeah you know and don't you find that that and that is such a moving story thank you for sharing that yeah. um because sometimes it can and at the time you were like oh yeah how long is this supposed to be and yet you can look back now and realize the gift, yeah. the gift yeah. that was in that situation. And that's what Jason and I, we talk about that so often is <laughs> just looking when you can look back and go, oh, that's why that's why that happened. This is yeah. why that's happened. Even the funny things, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the one day that Jason was talking to, yeah, well, you know, we know we live in the Midwest when, and we talked about, I think last week or so, we know we live in the Midwest when you can 
you know, um, mow your lawn in the morning, rake leaves in the afternoon and shovel snow in the evening, all in the same day. Yeah, that happened. And that's, Jason came on one day, he says, you wouldn't believe what happened yesterday. But that's life. Yeah. He did all those things in one day. And that's exactly what happens to people, but it's how we handle it. Yeah. All you know, the tragedies that happen. That's what we talk about in our intro. So I'm glad, yes, we liked our intro. Uh, we're not going to change it. It's um, beautiful. Please don't change I, it. I love it. I, I'm Look obsessed with our it. intro. I was so super proud of it. And the really cool thing is we did it in one take. We did a Zoom oh, call yeah. like this. Uh, we had an idea of what we wanted to say, and we just did it. In, and then I put some music over it, obviously. But uh, but it was in one in one shot. Yeah. The music is great. It really uh, compliments well. I was like, I got to go and ask Barbara and Jason where they go and find these uh, non-copyright music. It's so I, um, I found that tune on Anchor, which is our platform we use for our podcast. They have, in a, they have a, um, a bunch of different background sounds you can use. So I, I, I did it that way. I used it through, through Anchor. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, there is a, like SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud. Sounder. There's something. There's something right now. Uh, I've, I'm working through this podcast studio for my other podcast, and they gave me a list of all these songs or tunes that I can use for my for my podcast. And it was kind of cool. There's a ton of different stuff. Wow. Yeah. I'll find it. I'll send it over to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah because Re has a podcast too, and I was a. I loved it. I was a guest on her podcast. We had such a great conversation. And you know, the time just flew by. Mm-hmm. Because and that was like you and I when we when you and I met, it was like, oh brother, I like this guy. Well, and for one thing, I'm gonna embarrass him. I love his voice. I know. <laughs> I think I told you that, you know. I'm I'm I still get voice. red every time she says that. <laughs> I'm in voice heaven. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you meet the people. I truly believe that you meet the people that you are supposed to meet when you're absolutely. when yeah, you are absolutely. supposed to meet them. Yeah. 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 There's... The thing is, is like, it's so crazy. Have you ever, it's me and my wife, we grew up in completely different areas. But as we've, as we've talked about our life in certain aspects, certain time periods of our life, there's probably times where we've cro- our paths have crossed. Hmm. You know, and if you think about it, there's probably times that our paths have crossed. Like we've, uh, there's different things that we used to do in the same area. And the, I'm sure I've seen her, she's seen me, but we weren't ready for it. Yeah, it had to be that the perfect timing, right? And so, luckily, we work together, and I I, I met her through the company. But um, I, I can guarantee you, and there's certain people that you talk to them, and you find out, oh my God, we probably were in the same place at the same time because we mm-hmm. we were here and here at the same time in our life. Can I tell you a funny story? Oh, love it. Yeah, kind of love story? love <laughs> it. Yes. So how I met uh, my boyfriend is uh, really really funny. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're destined to be together and hopefully that works fingers crossed but uh, <laughs> knock on wood um, I really do love him with all my heart <clears throat> and I'm so happy to be given a second chance at love um, so how we met I, I, I basically when we met each other 
uh, he wasn't, I was news to my ex-husband who was like six foot two, six foot three. My boyfriend is five foot nine. <laughs> so it's just a little <laughs> bit higher than me. And I'm so used to this tall guy and broad shoulders and, you know, and then so here shows up my, my boyfriend. He's like a little bit smaller than what I'm used to, not as big of a broad shoulder. And he was the sweetest little, he was the sweetest person. And not that my ex wasn't sweet when I first met him, it was just different. And I knew right away from meeting my boyfriend that he was one of those, you know, the good guy that finished his last, which I always remember from the Jim Carrey's movie, The Mass. I'm like, no, I don't want the good guy to finish last. Why can't they be first for once? And so when I met my boyfriend, it was the most ordinary um, first date ever. We took a walk around my block. My son happened to be sick. I was like, everything that could go wrong went wrong, but it yet still went so smoothly. And he even, I figured I just moved into my new house. Might as well use his arm. Let's go bring all of the cardboards that I have laying around all in my backyard and go to the eco center. So I get a date. And then at the same time, somebody to clean up my backyard. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) But we had the most amazing time. I've never been on a date on such boring and mundane stuff. (laughs) And we had such a great laugh. He threw the cardboard. It nearly knocked me over and I almost fell into the eco center. But we had (laughs) an amazing time. That's awesome. That's my kind of story. It is a beautiful love story. And when he left, because he asked me, I would like to see you for a second date. And I wasn't sure. And I'm not the type of girl who likes to lie. So I said, you know, I'll get back to you with regards to that. But when he left, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm not going out with him on a second date. He's not what I envision, not what I'm used to. And, uh, and then, you know, he was so nervous and stuff. And he was so sweet. Everything that I wish a guy when they finished that they would text me right away to let me know how the date was. He did everything that I wanted out of my checklist. And after he left, my sister spoke to me. She said, what? You're not sure? <laughs> did <laughs> you're did right. you say a, you're not sure? You said you wanted a nice guy. I handpicked one just for you. He's the best out of the whole pot. And you're not sure because he's too nice. You're not sure because he's not tall enough. You're not sure because he doesn't have the broad shoulder. Okay, so look, here's, there's two things. You can go on dating all these amazing hot body dudes, and then you end up getting your heartbreak all the time. Or you have Joel that I handpicked for you. He's not exactly what you envision but he will take really good care of you. And you guys are a perfect match together. I'm like, okay, after she put it that way, I'm like, all right, all right, I got it. She goes, do you see your pattern, Ree? I'm like, I see my pattern. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, we've been together and it's been the most easiest. We're, we just have a great time together. And we, we, we took a thing of Tony Robbins because you know he's, he's new into Ooh. the personal developments and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've been wanting to go on a Tony Robbins. I can't afford it after getting the divorce. 
and I asked to the universe and what what happened is I had a coach at the time she bought two tickets but couldn't afford to go because she had other plans so she sold the ticket to me at a very cheap price and we were able to do the three-day session we had such a blast we're in my Aww. house he's dragging me and dancing at the same time I'm thinking this guy is gonna end up leaving me because he's gonna think I'm cuckoo but we had a blast so all that just to say when you have somebody that you connect or compatible and the everyday ordinary, um, you're able to make and enjoy it. And it's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, you're, you're right. I totally had the hair stand up in my arm when you talked about your sister was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you, <know>? like, what, <laughs> I, you said you wanted this, this and this, and I picked this guy for you. And what are you doing? Because he's yeah. not tall. But how many, how many people miss their perfect match because it's not what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big misconception for a lot of clients that I work with. Because um, many of them, like, honestly, that I see, like, I, I work with all kinds of clientele. So I'm a personal counselor, and I've been in the field for over a decade. But <clears throat> woman is my thing and young girls, you know, especially in relationship, like I said, I'm fascinated by love. And so when I see them, I just find it so unfortunate they repeat the same pattern, but they they can't see it until they come to the realization. And I always tell them, make a list of what you really like when I met my boyfriend before he pinged me and liked me on Facebook. I just just finished journaling in my journal to the universe of my ideal man and everything that's on that list. He's exactly all of that stuff. I'm like. I want a man who puts me first in my as a priority number one, which I didn't have in my first relationship. I want a man that loves me and my family and children who uh, also, you know, I want to be spoiled because I didn't have that. I want to be spoiled. I want him to be once in a while to pay me for my uh, restaurants and pay for my trip. Like I have no guilt for that now. I'm not expecting to be but I want to be well-treated and once in a while with the flower uh, on the table. And he's exactly all of that thing. So I'm saying, don't be shy to ask for what you deserve, but at the same time, be realistic. Like, you know, within, I don't think I was outside of my box, but for the first time I gave myself the permission to dream and to be loved at the level that I wanted to. Yeah. Let me ask you, when you were making that list, did you sit, did you list six foot three broad shoulders? Nope. No, no, I didn't do that. Actually, I, I, uh, I actually sway away from that. I just said my ideal man is out there in the world. He's probably looking for me just as much as I'm looking for him. And all in time, I'll find him. There was no time frame. I wasn't expecting a time frame. I was actually taking a break with regards to finding somebody. Um, I just put it out on my list and I just trust the universe that he's there when the timing is right. In the meantime, I'm going to live my single life with my beautiful children, loving my new home and just embracing this new life, new second chance, you know, um, at it. And I just kind of put it in the universe. Didn't expect, I think it's when you don't expect. And that's the other yeah. thing about manifestation that I'm able to do without knowing how to do it properly. <laughs> is um, I think when you put it out in the universe with the purest of intention, and I love when Barbara talks about God and all that stuff, you know, a faith that she, you're here to serve. And so when I did it, it was more like, I trust you when the timing is right. And maybe I'll never find that person. And, but love, 
comes in so many different forms. Love could be in the form of the way your parents love you, the friendship that you have, the interaction that you guys are having with, with me right now. Yeah. There's so many forms of love. We see love as one form as being with somebody. That's great, but it could come in so many other forms. So I didn't expect it. I just, whatever form you come to me as, I know when the timing is right, it's going to be there. So in the meantime, I just wrote it and I didn't judge myself. I promised myself to, to practice self-love. This is the hardest thing to do. It is the absolute hardest thing to do. This just reminded me of a quick little story that I, I have to share. I, I, co- I was telling you, I coached my son's basketball team and we had this new boy that we didn't know um, was a friend of one of our, one of our boys that came out and played with us. And this, this, this kid was an absolute pleasure. First off, extremely coachable, but he always had a smile on his face, always positive. He was always like in the huddle right before the game. He was the one hyping everybody up. And like, and like even the other team after the game, he hugs the players. He like helps people up. Super good kid. Well, we had our last game this weekend and he's going through and he's talking, he's tell, we have 14 year old boys, right? In eighth grade, like that are not uh, very well with their emotions. They're not, not many of these boys are telling each other, we, I love you, right? And in yeah. uh, this boy turned around to one of the, one of the other kids, James and said, I love you brother. And the other boy was like, oh, hey, yeah, I love you too. Like, and it was like, <laughs> I just caught the interaction. I thought it was the coolest thing listening to these 14 year olds in this one that is just so like, I love you. And he's so expressive and he's just sharing his emotions. He's not afraid to share that. And I know when I was 14, I would have never have said something like that, thinking I'm being judged, right? That's Having right. that same self-love of like being comfortable with yourself to admit your emotions and your feelings mm-hmm. and not feeling like someone's going to judge you. And so I thought it was just such a beautiful thing that he could share that. And then the, the response back was at first a little bit of shock, but then <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> that is so adorable. You know, and, and so often we're afraid to put ourselves out there, like, and to be authentic and to, you know, to have, to let out those emotions because of just exactly what Jason just said of us being judged. Mm-hmm. But you know what? People need to see that authenticity because it's through our authenticity. Like Jason and I, I mean, we've cried on this show. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm tears rolling in my face right now so uh, yeah. when, you know, talking, when, when Reed brought up her sister and the in her oh. in her boyfriend like that that hit me really you know that hit me right there yeah. so it is so important because uh, we because people think they're the only ones yeah they think they're the only ones and that is just a lie from you know just a lie from the from the devil uh, in my case um and it's, it's because alignment works. Like Jason and I, we've talked about it so often that gravity, you yeah. might not believe in gravity. You might not believe in alignment, <laughs> but if you walk off of, off of a building, you're going to drop like a rock. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. It's going <laughs> to Whether you believe in it or not. And alignment is the same way. Like yep. I truly believe that the three of us right now are aligned. Yes. And yes. that's why the conversation goes around. And that's one of the things that I really work on is finding people to have a good conversation with about something. And we never, and Jason and I, we never know where it's going to go. And like a couple of weeks ago, our guest was not able to, I am so sorry, but we can't get on. 
Okay, fine. Jason and I, we had we started the show and had no idea what we were going to talk about. Oh, that might have been one of our better episodes. I, and that's, about reticular activation, I agree. Activation I agree. I heard that episode. Yeah, yeah that was really, <laughs> I listened to it and was like, that's really good. <laughs> and in fact, when I, after I was listening to it, I sent Jason a message. We're, we're good. <laughs> I can confirm you guys are very good. <laughs> and it was like you know and, and we had talked about after our first way like a, it's been a year it's yeah. been a year it was a year last month and after a couple of weeks uh I remember sending Jason a note going you know what if I didn't if I was not doing the show I would listen to the show yeah yeah <laughs> you know when you it's have some, when you are have somebody that you are aligned with and now we can't believe it's been a year already yeah goes by fast it has gone by so fast and it has been just a perfect uh division of labor i find the guests i schedule them and jason does the back of the house stuff it's fantastic yeah. i mean barbara has this magnificent touch she really does bring on does, these yeah. amazing guests like every really single one i'm always curious like what's next me too me too <laughs> <laughs> You guys are a powerful duel. Well, thanks. Thanks. And speaking of guests, while well, you you guys talk for a minute because I was supposed to find out who our guest is for next week. Oh. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> chat, talk about being authentic. And we, here's we didn't Tripod. As I say, we didn't introduce you to our third co-host, Tripod. And this is, tri this yeah. is Tripod. <laughs> yeah. Although, did you hear the episode where Jason was saying a really profound statement and i just totally burst out laughing because tripod knocked down my virtual background <laughs> and we could see it i could see it starting to sink <laughs> i don't even know what i was talking about but i just remember all of a sudden your virtual background was moving and you started cracking up laughing <laughs> and so right at this moment tripod is on my lap um but yeah i mean but just those funny things but that is what life is about yes. and that we just sat there and we laughed and then jason and i we talked about it like yeah leave it in because yep. this is exactly what happens in life yeah 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 go with the flow don't take like don't you know people i'm talking to you here and if this is for somebody don't take it don't take life so seriously just laugh yeah. because you know what even and if people laugh at you that you think they're laughing at you they're not they're mm -hmm. laughing with you because you know what they've done something equally as silly mm -hmm. equally has whatever word you want to use and you know what so just yeah yeah i, want to I go think back that's what makes your show really good is the authenticity of it all well anyway it spoke to me i like i like i like imperfect kind of I, I just perfectly wanted, imperfect as a friend yes. says yeah. just be perfectly it. imperfect yeah because when I do art I like when I it starts off imperfect because I always tell my kid you can't just wait till it morphs into something you just never yeah. know just go yes. with the flow and a lot of artists um develop like even invention develop amazing creation not exactly the way they intended to be and then they just kind of went with the flow and it became this magical beautiful artistic thing so i tried to embrace into that not always easy though but well, you know, that's where the magic comes from well yeah. and look at look at your relationship right 
with, with Joel. you know, that, yeah. that started off, it wasn't perfect. It, it wasn't, <laughs> he, he didn't fit all your descriptions. And I think that's a beautiful metaphor because there's so many things that I've started in life. I started sales and I, I would have never have thought that I would have spent 22 years in the sales field. I just did it because I needed to make some money. And that was, there's only so many hours in the day. And I'm like, I think maybe I could do this. And I sucked at it. Uh, but and especially after I sucked at it for the first several months, I would have never thought I would still be here doing yeah. this, but look what it turned into. And I wouldn't be here having this conversation if I wouldn't have continued down that path. I think sometimes we start new things or we get into a relationship and we feel like it's imperfect. And so it, it's not going to morph into anything, but those are some of those most beautiful things that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And just be, and I, I think it comes back to Jason and I, we talk about this all the time too, is that be open to the opportunities. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The universe has your back. Yeah. Just be open. Just be open to the opportunities. I think have fun and have fun doing it. Have fun. I think that's like my motto. That's why I like for my podcast is really just have fun. Like really honestly in life, everything that's get thrown at me. Um, although I do, I'm starting to get a little bit tired I would have to admit I mean there's so many challenges one after the next after a while you're like I think I need a little break I think I've learned enough life lesson for now <laughs> give me just a few minutes <laughs> but uh, I mean and, and that's the beauty of life it's just um because I asked myself I was like I'm in the field I'm trained as a social worker and all that stuff and I do so many self-development I even do therapy on my own and how come I can't figure out life just yet it just feels like one thing after the next and then I realized there's nothing to figure out you'll never figure it out it's just knowing that life it's full of its up and down and learning to embrace and lift through that so that in your downtime love on yourself so that when the good time is there I always tell my boyfriend when we are having the good time it's almost like in the military they train when there's no war like for example when there's no war they're training they're practicing that when that time comes you're prepared ready yep exactly so it's the same concept for us when we're going through good times and stuff like that like us we we do therapy couple therapy because we're in a blended family as well um i have kids my boyfriend doesn't have kids so he's never been exposed to kids so we do couple therapy just to get in advance, you know, like I tell him like why the relationship is good, why everything is flowing well, the communication is good. Let's go get all the tools that we need. So when my kids start getting hitting that uh, adolescent age and stuff, we'll know what to expect. We'll know what tools to use. It's not when the crisis is there and then we panic and then, you know, we ran. Being proactive. Yeah. Proactive. Exactly. Yeah. Preparing. That's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just having fun with life and I always tend to laugh I, I always see myself as this I don't know maybe deep down inside um I'm like this freaking beast <laughs> I believe it yes <laughs> and I, I am you know I don't see myself that way but when the chips are down when things really need me to step up, I don't know where I find the energy, how I do it, because uh, a lot of my friends and family ask me, like, how can you smile through the whole process of losing your sister? How can you do a ceremony? Her her ceremony was basically um, a celebration of her life. And that's what I want it to be. 
and uh, there was like over 300 and something people and uh every single one of them told me like you know we went to the funeral but it didn't feel like a funeral no. it actually felt like a celebration of who she was and the legacy that she still lives on and that's what i wanted to be and my mom <clears throat> is so traditional she's cambodian so you know when we go to a funeral they wanted us to all dress in black and i'm like no i'm gonna do me i'm gonna be authentic um, I've always been very authentic. I've always known where I am. I mean, when I got married, I kind of lost myself, you know, in relationship and love, you, you want to become and please the other person. Uh, that's another topic for another time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's We've a hard one to break. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I went to her funeral dress uh, in white with a few flowers and stuff. I didn't over went the other extreme but I stayed true to who I was and and I went with flowers most people were all in black and stuff but I wanted to be who I want I wanted her to know that I'm celebrating her and it was the most beautiful um ceremony ever so yeah that's amazing that's amazing it's the only way to do it, it life life can get you down yeah it really can so yeah, celebrate, celebrate the, one of the things that I've been working on this week, I'm taking a thing on positive, um, positive uh, intellect, Ooh. intelligence. It's yeah. very fascinating. And one of the things was that, and we've talked about this is that people don't celebrate their little wins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the yesterday I had to schedule, I had to do an exercise, I had to schedule it and then do it. And then look in the mirror and celebrate the fact that I had done the exercise <laughs> and do a little happy dance in front of my mirror. Mm -hmm. And while I was doing it, it was like, why am I doing this? If anybody looked at me, they would think I was an idiot or they you know, it was like, what are you doing? And then I realized that's what that was. And then in that moment, when I thought that, yeah. I knew that that was exactly why. I was doing it because we so often let our opinion, the opinions yep. of other people yeah. impact how we respond. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and the thing is, we're just making assumptions and what the other people yes. are thinking. And, and the fact of the matter is, is if somebody saw you dancing in your mirror, there's going to be a couple of different groups of people. There's going to be somebody that's saying, oh, my God, look at her. Well, who does she think she is uh, or making fun of you? Or, and then there's going to be the person that's like, wow, I wish I had the confidence to be able to do that. And that's the people that you're looking for. You're looking to give inspiration to the people that, that need it, like that are like, wow, I wish I had that confidence to just dance in the mirror, even though I look silly. Right. Or maybe you didn't even look silly, but that's just right you know, getting past that initial fear. Yeah. And, and to just look at myself and, and say, you know what, Barbara, you're beautiful. Mm. And because we don't do that to look ourselves in the eye and say, Hey, you know what? We're, we're pretty awesome. Yeah. Because we have to believe that's coming back to what Ree said before about self-care. Yeah. Self-care is not selfish. Because if we don't do self-care ourselves, how can we possibly take care of somebody else? Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I wanted to come back to that because you ended talking about your love story, but you ended it talking about self-love. 
And I think that those things are so tied hand to hand. How could you possibly bring the best to a relationship or even know what you want out of a relationship to fulfill your needs if you don't have that self-love and self-awareness? Absolutely. And when I got into the relationship, I knew I had to be happy myself and he had to be happy as well. And it's so important. I, I realized if I could if I've done one thing right in my life, it's choosing the right partner because it really cascade in all aspect of your life. Ever since yeah. I met uh, my boyfriend, my business is growing. Everything seems to flow a little bit more easier, which now that I'm able to compare, you know, thank you for, as I say to my ex-husband, 17 years, there's a part of me that goes, God, I could have wished I'd taken back that 17 years. But then at the same time, I look at it, I'm like, thank you for that 17 years, as much as it gave me a very, very hard time, um, is thanks to him, I'm I'm able to become the strong woman that I am today to continue to pass on some of the knowledge and tools that I was able to actually develop from that whole process, because he's made me who I am today and the amazing person that I have become. And even saying that to myself, it kind of feels weird. Yeah, I'm so proud of myself because I'm here now and I'll give myself a little pat. Pat, I'll give you the pat on the back too. Thank you. (laughs) Virtual pats. There we go. Thank you so much. And And we have to. Yeah, we have to, honestly, because everything that like Jason said is so well, 20 years in sale and it has brought you to this amazing life that you are today. 17 years of marriage has brought me to what I know today, what I don't want anymore in my yep. relationship. Yes. How do you recognize what you want if you haven't experienced what you don't want? That's right. right. You know, and that was me. You've heard my story that after David died. I had no idea who I was or what I wanted. Yeah. I did know what I didn't want. Exactly. And that was, you know, and so if you're in that situation right now, make a list of what you don't want. Yes, I would and say start do, with that. And then do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We were talking about line with the reticular activation. Do the opposite. Do the mm-hmm. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> My George Costanza rule. Yeah. <laughs> do the opposite it's true it's so important because but you have to start somewhere and so often I find with my clients is that they are beating themselves up for not knowing well one of my favorite sayings all the time is you don't know what you don't know until someone else tells you something that you don't know (laughs) yeah or you, you've learned it through the hard way. <laughs> or you've learned it by the hard knocks. Yeah. By the hard knocks. Those have been my learning lessons. It's been just straight going through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, because you know, you, you know, the things that happen in life, life we can either you know, go around it, go under it, go over it. Mm. But yeah, you sometimes have to go through it. <laughs> yeah. And I thank my mother, honestly, for her perseverance. She's taught me... Um, the reason why I never give up on life, because there's many times I, I won't lie, like I'm a very internal optimist, but I think we go through a phase where we hit like these down moment and we yep. find it difficult, especially when we're, you know, growing up when I was 18, 20 years old, not really knowing which career path I should be taking or who I should become. And so we put so much pressure, society puts so much pressure right. on us. 
<clears throat> that we sometimes find ourselves a little bit lost. And that's what's happened with regards to my sister. She was 30 and, you know, she's beautiful, successful and stuff, but she felt like she wasn't living up to her potential. And also, I think she carries a lot of the difference between me and I, when I look at my sister, she has all her strength as well. But what saved me from not going through what she goes through is the fact that <clears throat> I'm just okay being silly and crazy and just being myself. Whereas my sister kept a persona of this perfect person that she was. And it was so heavy to carry. And um, even watching her, I'm like, you know, you go everywhere because everywhere she, she goes, everybody looked and, you know, and everybody, she connects instantly with people. And even I wanted, well, not really. <laughs> I was like, even a part of me, like really admires her for all that. She was just this magnificent person. She had this perfect image, but I knew she wasn't, she was my sister. So I knew she wasn't this perfect thing that people saw. And and I love my sister dearly. There's so much strength that I can take from her, but I didn't never wanted her life because I like mine. I like my imperfect life because when I see my sister, there's this, this upholding this perfect image of this beautiful girl who is super strong, super something. I go, that must be heavy to carry all day That's long, so every single day. And um, she admit, yes, it is heavy. I go, don't you want to let go of some of that, you know, constantly being strong all the time. And what differentiate me and her is that when we, when we took, when people take two pictures of me and her, for sure, people more gravitated toward my sister. She looks like the stronger one out of the two, very self-confident. But the truth of the matter is <clears throat> internally, I'm the more solid one <clears throat> it's because on the outside, I don't care what I really appear to be or however silly that I am, take me as I am or don't, and that's totally fine. I'm just going to continue being myself. But I know the, the only thing that I need to know for myself is am I grounded, am I solid myself within me? And I am. And so the rest, you're entitled to your opinion. So I think when you carry that facade of trying to be somebody else, after a while, it wears you down. Whereas me, I get always can't in, handle it. And then you yeah. get to the point where you can't handle it. That's right. And me, yeah. I, I'm, I'm always having an outlet, like an outlet. Like <laughs> when I'm with my friend, I'm like, they know when I can go crazy and they know when I'll be silly. And when I have zero filter, I'm like, this is me. And they, you know, when you have a small group of people, I don't, I wouldn't say to be like that with all of the people, just know who your safe net is. And you could just be yourself. It's so nice to be yourself. So nice. I Barbara knows me so well that we'd get along really well. I'm like, we need to hang out. Let's go have some fun. We'll cause some trouble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and just and, you know, and the difference in you know Jason and I's age, and yet that's a number. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's totally just a number. And you but but when you find your tribe, it doesn't matter the age. No. You know, it's like, you know, that you're aligned in that, um, that just zest of life. Yep. Uh, and like with me, my new word is that I, you know, like before I was struggling, not struggling, but just contemplating, you're know, like, how do I want to talk about our, like, because I work with people who are aging, you know, and I was saying, oh, young at heart and yeah, but they might not, you know, they, 
might not yet be young at heart and but they have lived a few years and well finally it came to me the other day it was like i work with seasoned adults salt they can be seasoned with pepper they can be seasoned you know with salsa yeah i've, yeah. I've got the salt and pepper coming in very, very, very seasoned with lately and but it's like it was like a revelation to me. It's like, that's who I want to work with. And mm. some people, they need a little bit of salt. Some people, they need a little pepper. Some people have no seasoning at all right now, but they want some. Yeah. They're, they're ready to try some new seasoning in their life. Mm. And my, and my, my coach, Regina, she was like, Barb, perfect word. <laughs> I work with seasoned adults who want to stay, you know, to add a little spice to their life. I love uh, I love that whole analogy of the adding the spice to your life, trying new spices, trying new seasonings, not being bland. There's so many, so many play on words that you can do with that. It's pretty cool. So that's, so that's my new thing. So you're going to be seeing some things out there about just say, hey, add some spice to your life. What, but everybody's definition of spice is different. Mm. It's, it's so crazy the hour flies by but i i love it's, okay, uh, it has been an hour okay <laughs> what what you what you were talking about just a little bit ago you reminded me of the book rich dad poor dad in a different sense but mm. uh, if you if you read that book yes yeah so it's like it, what you're talking about you and your sister you know yeah. where everybody thinks that 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 she's the rich one in that sense yeah. and you yeah. know I, I think that's a really good it that's what just popped in my head and it made me think of that it's a different different comparisons we're not talking financially but mm -hmm. just that right. what everybody appears that she's right. the rich one but inside you've got the internal yeah. strength yeah it well and it's like let's we'll end on this because just that that's such a good analogy because sometimes you can look at these people that have the big house the million dollar lifestyle the million dollar and yet they're living on hot dogs yes because they can't put to can't afford to put food on the table I've, I knew a couple like that. They outward, they were huge. They had they had this huge house furniture in two rooms. Yeah, it's true. I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the point of having a huge house and you only furnished two rooms? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the kids were practically on mattresses on the floor. Mm -hmm okay you know and it's like yeah but people live that so often people live that way either emotionally or spiritually or physically yeah they put on this huge facade exactly what you were talking about so yeah life is too short to live in somebody else's shoes just be yourself and be find yourself. your tribe find, find your tribe. tribe and don't worry about the rest that aren't your tribe find what, find what makes you happy and be silly yeah, yeah. That's exactly. my concept. I'm always silly all the time. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's times to be serious. Yes, absolutely. However, but there can be silliness within the serious. Yeah. Yes. So that's my, yeah. that's the end of my, that's the end of my thing. Cause we are out of time. But that's amazing. Did you look by chance to see who our guest is next week? We do. And it is going to be, um, his name is Eddie Rodriguez. Oh, Eddie, and okay. he is, he is on a mission to bring 10 million smiles. Okay. And he is driving from Florida to New York and doing all these things that uh, he's going to be talking about of 
10 million smiles. That's amazing. Looking yeah. forward to it. So yeah, it's, uh, he's good. So Re, thank you so, so much for oh, coming on. Thank you this guys. Was a phenomenal conversation. This was fun. Thank you. This yeah. was thank fun. You so and I can't wait to see Jason on your podcast. It'll be. Yeah. Uh, oh, please. That'd be amazing. Oh God. I was hoping that in the universe, I didn't say it out because I didn't want to jinx it. But <laughs> you just Yeah, I was going to. Gonna... I was going to reach out to you after this. And when she said it, I was like, okay, let's, let's roll with it. Uh, but I would love <laughs> we need to, Barbara to connect this. Thank yeah. you guys. It was that's such my a superpower. Yes. Connecting people. Yes. That's your superpower. I know. That's my superpower. <laughs> and I, and you, the funny thing is that I never thought of it as a superpower. Yeah. And it one really day, so. one day Regina said, Barbara, you're a connector. Mm. I went, what? She said, <laughs> yeah, you look, you connect people. Yeah. You, it's like, you have this, and she said, that's your superpower. And I went, really? She was mm. like, yeah. <laughs> but we don't, so often we don't see the superpower that we have within ourselves. Yeah. Yep. I love you guys. I'm going to keep on listening to your shows and stuff. Awesome. But Jason, looking forward to it. It's going to awesome. be awesome. I'll shoot you a message. Let's do it. All right. Have a great Thank day. you, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you. We'll talk about everybody next week. All right. Bye. Bye.